0: Hey AfterBuzz TV fans, tune in now. We're talking about Season 4, Episode 4 of How to Get Away with Murder. Was she ever good at her job? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
1: Hey y'all.
0: Uh, what's up? Uh, we are going to have a great show for you guys. We got the chat up. We yes. are two men down, two women down, I guess, as the case may be, or is.
1: I started thinking about Rihanna. <laughs> she has a song called Man Down. Okay, I'm Fair trying enough. to blame. Well, yeah,
0: in any event, April and Cyril Ling are out tonight, as you can see or will hear. But hopefully they'll be back next week. Till then, Elena and I have you covered because we got the chat up, and we're <laughs> awesome, and the show is awesome, this episode is specifically crazy, intense, we got a lot of answers, still so oh, even more questions, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately,
1: unfortunately. Uh,
0: but we're going to break it down, um, real quick, Elena, where can the people find you?
1: Hey guys, you can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore, it's lay, and that's hey with an A. I know that a lot of people have trouble with that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's not... A, well, I mean, it's one way to spell hey. I mean, because,
1: like, hey is for horses, uh, yeah, lay, I L-A-Y. That. I know you're, like... Okay, anyway.
0: Fair enough. Uh, thank you for the clarification, though. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, I'm JB. You guys can follow me at hey John Blake. But let's talk about this episode. Pretty crazy. Was she ever good at her job? I ah. think clearly, yeah, is She's my answer. She's
1: great at her job. If she doesn't do anything else right, and she meaning Annalise.
0: Right. She. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what who she is referring to.
1: It could have. It could have. Mm. I mean, there's a lot
0: of she's. Yeah. This is a very, like, pro women power episode.
1: Girl power.
0: Oh, cool, me, yeah. The I, mean, music I mean, stop. It's, The music, music stopped i don't oh, know what it's it's just, Hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on for the girl uh, power good lights. stuff. <laughs> just go <girl power>.
0: out. ooh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, shame that April and Sterling were here to bask in all this woman. It's okay. Accents. We'll have
1: another girl power okay. there's moment a next lot, week.
0: There's a lot to go around. So yes.
1: Yeah. Elise it is. is bomb at her job. And I love how they tried to set up this episode as if she was falling apart and she was this grandma. But in fact, she's at the top of her game, baby.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, this seems to be the biggest case that she's ever taken on. Keating versus the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is kind of a huge thing. It's a class action suit. Even, I mean, throughout her talks with Dr. Isaac, like, he even, you know, records his thing in his notes that, like, she's burying herself in work. Like, literally to distract her from, from everything else that's going on, which... Seems to be working, at the same time, it's not without its, you know, uh, externalities or kind of ill effects that will happen afterwards. You
1: know what I thought was really cool? So, in the beginning, when they were introducing, um, when when she was basically saying that she's going to be taking on this civil uh, lawsuit, I love that some of the students were in class, and the professor was teaching about... What a class action lawsuit was at the same time. So it was like we were kind of getting it hand in hand. It was like, oh, she about to be in the history books, like totally, yeah. And Asher,
0: yeah, (laughs) of course, has the wrong answer. As we, I mean, classic Asher, right there, baby.
1: But he has a nice butt. So
0: apparently, so how did you guys
1: feel about that? I mean, women in the chat room, obviously, uh, some into if if you're into that kind of thing. How did you feel about Asher's butt? I've never really looked at it until this episode sorry
0: yeah no again, i mean i don't think they really showcased it until this episode it was nice um obviously laurel is <laughs> getting her claws out everywhere she um, is a horny she's definitely, mama she's definitely feeling the the hormones and being pregnant can currently we, that's okay the thing. okay oh sorry what, But since we're it. talking
1: about Let's laurel talk about and it. her hormones can we talk about that awkward scene with frank in the car
0: yeah, uh, we can definitely, I mean, she pretty much raped Frank. That's not that, you know, Frank wouldn't be down, because he clearly was. Kind of. Still, I mean, he was, you know, not, like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, do this. He,
1: he, I mean, he didn't say, no, stop. And he didn't kind of, like, put, you know, it wasn't, it was like a, I didn't mean that. Right. But if you want to do that, then fine. But it was still kind of, like, awkward.
0: Well, I mean... Not without um a reason. I mean, as a guy, I feel like there it would be weird. I've never been propositioned or like borderline raped by a pregnant woman, but I feel like in that situation, I don't know if I would go through. Do with you it.
1: say no to a pregnant woman?
0: I don't know. I mean she definitely ah. takes matters into her own hands and kind of um is definitely driving the vehicle of of the encounter.
1: How do you guys feel about that scene with Laurel and and Frank and, and, and the whole sex thing? Someone says that they were pissed about it, but I don't know if they're talking about the same thing that I'm talking about or if your mind is just somewhere else. Anyway, yeah. it's pretty intense, but pretty I guess it's, it's the truth of, you know, having hormones, being pregnant. Sometimes right. you just get horny. She's offered her antidepressants, which is really awesome. And she's channeling channeling her energy Somewhere. Definitely. Someone um, said... Uh, and it was...
0: I mean, it was kind of going everywhere. When she, when people are hitting on Asher, and slash, like, checking him out, yeah. like, in public, I feel it, like it's like... Okay. Kind of,
1: I love how was like... <laughs> Things
0: um,
1: are... was like, no, sweetie, do yeah, Just don't, don't even... Calm down.
0: Yeah, it was pretty funny. I feel like, you know, their past, though, Frank and Laurel's past, kind of makes up for a lot of it, because... I think it'd be different if she just, like, came on to someone new. They'd be like, whoa, like, who is this? Who's inside of you? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing. I feel
1: like if I was a guy, but though, I would be afraid because...
0: It's weird. It's definitely weird okay. to be a guy. Okay, and, like, we got it. Totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> confirmed weird. Um, but he still went through with it. It's Frank. Let's be real. He's done worse things. He loves her. And, yeah, they used to d- date, sort of, so, I mean, I think that kind of overwhelmed the weirdness right, in right. the moment. Um, what it be known that if you guys saw the coming up on for next episode, it definitely looked like they were still hooking up. So, whether that's like... I didn't oh, was that his the, face? Yeah, and he was like... Do you, he even said... Sorry, we're jumping way ahead, but he even says in the preview, at least, that he's like, are you sure it's not my baby? Mm. Ha. But we'll talk about that
1: later. Mm.
0: Um, anyway... Back to this episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Focus, Um, focus.
0: Laurel is is still kind of, while we're on her, we might as well finish. She's still kind of pushing Michaela to kind of do all this stuff. There seems to be some Denver, like, snooping as well. I mean, she's trying to get um, Denver nailed because she thinks there's a connection with her dad. Paying Denver to cover up this murder of Wes and, like, that whole conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Um, Little does she know she's not being so sneaky enough that he can't see that she's She's doing something.
1: something, Yeah. You know what I appreciate about this, I guess, whatever Laurel is consumed with right now, taking down her dad in Denver at this point, Mm -hmm. it's usually when she gets this hyped about a case or about some kind of conspiracy, she doesn't really ever have like hard facts or Whatever the case may be. For this instant, though, she is piecing together a lot of things that make sense. Right. Like, um, the, the guy who mysteriously died and all of a sudden is a donor to Denver. Like, that is a big deal to me. And the fact that that same name is the name that worked for her father. Like the, right. So, her putting these things together, and even in the way that she's maneuvering with it, I'm team Laura on it. Like, I do, I do want them to come down. I do want her to get to the bottom of it. But right. obviously, it's going to end in a mess.
0: Which I agree. I agree. Of. I think she's definitely on the most just right, side. Right, right, I right. mean, it's it's very shades of gray uh, in this show, but I agree with you. I'm team Laurel in terms of taking down her uh, her dad and and probably Denver. It seems to be the m- more corrupt mm-hmm. on on their end. You know, especially if he is getting paid, which I Almost guarantee, or in my mind, I've like convinced myself that that's the case. Even because he is so comfortable with the fact that Bonnie blackmailed him for the job, he was so casual about it when like she whatever, was like yeah. in his office. He's like, "Oh, you're blackmailing me." He's creepy. Again? Get in line.
1: He's creepy. Did you see the way that he was staring at Laura when she was yeah. at the printer?
0: He like- Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone in the in the chat, uh, Juliana said, "I'm so tired of Denver working self." So.
1: Yeah. He, totally. He's Agree. He, he looks like a killer.
0: He yeah what a what a creepy dude just oh like standing goodness. in the he, background he he's actually, just like yes excellent.
1: He hasn't really done anything except for um set up kind of Wes's death, right?
0: Right. Hmm. Uh yeah, I mean he's and he was so gung ho about Annalise before it's it's interesting. I feel like he's maybe the missing link between like her de- a like lot the of- Castillo's and like maybe Wes, yeah. or you know, because are the they, Castillo's? They were, oh, Laurel, yeah, Laurel's yeah, yeah, yeah. family. Um, and maybe that's like why they went after because right now I'm trying to think why Laurel's family would really have anything that's against Wes. Like,
1: uncle. Denver's probably Laurel's uncle. Okay, I really, make, I make, you think? No, I don't that's, think
0: that's I, that. yeah, <laughs> I feel like she would know. <laughs> If they're, I mean, not that they can't be related at all. I feel like Uncle, she would be like, "Dude, I've seen you in a barbecue before." What
1: Maxi says, <laughs> if anyone dies, she think it might be Denver. I would totally be okay yeah, with that. I'd I would. Be,
0: be, I'm pro him getting killed. We sound really bad. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, but yeah, I would. I, be I, this show has changed me.
1: Okay with the Denver going Bye.
0: that yeah. would be
1: amazing. Actually,
0: that would be. I mean, he's really doing nothing other than like lurking, lurking, and. Coming in and being upset, just like h- huffing and puffing. We don't much. need him. Well, yeah, he's you know uh, very adam- very pissed off that Laurel was working for the th- the firm. Right, right, right. And when he you know wanted to fire her, he realized he couldn't because Bonnie very astutely brought up that she's pregnant and that would be a disaster.
1: Speaking of pregnant, it was really hard to watch Frank bring that suitcase of money to Annalise's apartment.
0: Yeah, that was uh, not low-key at all.
1: And then the the scenes flashed through the accident and everything that happened, and I remember jumping right. as if I'd never seen it before when clearly I've seen it, you know, at this point several times throughout the show, history, but it still is very... It's, it was hard. And and yeah. for him to have the audacity... What's the word? Audacity? There yeah. it is. For him to even think that it was okay, like... I'm so desperate for money that I'm going to take the money that you got paid to kill my baby.
0: Okay, I hear you. But also, say for a second that Hargrove, President Hargrove, and we'll talk to her about her in a second, if she wasn't in this like crazy lawsuit case and couldn't bring... like, There's a million different ways that that could have gone where well, our, our, uh, Annalise didn't get hired and would really be in a pinch for for money, so, like, in that sense, he could have been a knight in shining armor somewhat. Obviously, we know that that baby, is, or that that suitcase full of money is blood money for Annalise's baby, which is, like, the worst. I don't think
1: so, because the, her baby dying is the start of all of this, Really? It's pretty close. Yeah, Yeah. her taking on the case for Wes's mom and et cetera is how we got into this whirlwind of what is Annalise Mm Keating's life. And even if she would have lost this case with Hargrove and she had no money, I still think that the the positive kick she's on right now wouldn't even have allowed her to use that You think this
0: is a a positive kick? Yeah, she's on a
1: positive kick. She wants to do good. She's trying to stay away from the bad. Fair enough. I, I I, mean, she's trying. Don't you guys think she's trying? She's trying. Yeah, she
0: is trying. I mean, she is going to therapy, and I think she's, so, like, begun to accept that as, yeah. like, a thing that's a part of her and that it is helping, even though she does fight it in some ways. And not to say that, you know, that's a wrong way to do... Th- I mean, not that there is a right way, mm-hmm. but I think that she initially she was very much just going through the motions of, like... This is not going to help, and and kind of denial of the whole process. Right. But now I think, you know, she is realizing that Dr. Isaac, like, does have some good points, and he is, I mean, just getting her to talk about certain things, it is helping.
1: And guys, if you've been with us from the beginning of this season four, I know that I've been the one who's kind of like, I don't like Dr. Isaac, Mm -hmm. He gave me creepy vibes. But this episode, I kind of warmed up to him being able to hear his notes and to hear his actual theories and not just him combating her. I'm like, okay, maybe he is really, you know, there to help. Um, I don't know. But as of today, episode four, I'm okay with him.
0: Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. As as of right now.
1: Until him and...
0: Until, yeah, Julie Julie slash Bonnie...
1: She's such a witch. I yeah. still don't like her.
0: Yeah, which, which is weird because it's like, how does I? I mean, I maybe they just don't check IDs really, and when you sign up for therapy. But
1: I guess if it's substance abuse,
0: right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you would think that he because he has access too much legally with forms and stuff uh, that they like.
1: But Annalise send was over. court ordered to him. Julie may have volunteered. <laughs> No. David
0: Baldwin not convinced about Dr. Isaac. Still Clearly, no. He's...
1: Not even a little bit after today. I oh mean, my goodness. Unicorn, like... you have to go. <laughs> Unicorn Con is that. I actually like Bonnie.
0: Whoa. I, well, I don't know. I had mixed feelings. I feel like she. It's, it's really weird to find her motivations. It's yeah. hard to because she. I agree. Had loved Annalise for so long. You can't just wash that away. Obviously, she's very mad at her, and she had her heart kind of broken by her and, you know, her ex-husband, Sam. Like, she's been very, I mean, she came from a very troubled past. Fast forward to today, like, not much has changed in that regard. So, you know, I think she is a tough person to, like, get, get through to and get, like... It's really what hard to really, read her yeah, emotions. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It is. Very eloquently put. That's it, what I was trying to say. It
1: is. But it's okay. It's hard to read her emotions, right. but sometimes they still aren't driven by the right thing. Right. Like, she's, she's just this child to me.
0: Totally. And, you know, she might be right on what Annalise is trying to do. She seems to figure out that Annalise is trying to do all these things to basically become... Denver's replacement. replacement, mm-hmm. um, which would be cool if she was kind of the public defender. Um, that would be a very interesting season of, of how to get away with murder. But, you know, to kind of see through the lines takes a very smart person.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's worked under, she under least for a while, right, so she kind of right. knows how she maneuvers, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, for her to be doing all this diligence work, like how, going to see... Dr. Isaac on, a, you know, with a fake name, digging for all this information. Like, she's very hot in her trail, but that's because we're huge Annalise fans. Mm-hmm. Like, this show is, is all about her. You know, it's it's easy to see her as an enemy because she could, she could ruin everything.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Which uh, would be the worst.
1: Or kind of fun for us to watch.
0: True, very fun, but then I would root for her to, you know, her demise in some horrible way.
1: I agree. Maybe Bonnie is subconsciously helping Annalise... Um, as Fina just said. Yeah. She could be.
0: She well, and you know, as David Baldwin said, she is a stone cold person, could not be more on the nose. She's because like Dexter. she murdered Rebecca. Oh, she like did. in the basement. Let's not forget about that. And She's she a murderer.
1: She had us all food. that it wasn't even yeah. her. Um, Bonnie Crazy. reminds me a lot of Dexter, kind of like the way <laughs> you ever watch Dexter on Netflix? Anyway, it's
0: mm-hmm. super good good show. show. Good show. Right?
1: But Bonnie reminds me of, like, the serial killer.
0: Right. Like, well, I'm going to... Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, and there's a lot of shared cast members. I mean, Jimmy Smith was on Dexter. Uh, oh, Isaac! President Hargrove was uh, was on oh, there for a while. She was. Like, a long time. She was... She was yeah. the lead... Was yeah, she, she was, chief was chief Lieutenant LaGuarda.
1: Lieutenant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's
0: crazy. Full circle. Oh,
1: that's pretty awesome um, that they get to work on the show together I know. again. Yeah,
0: they didn't have any scenes together, unfortunately. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. But, I mean, we'll see. What the
1: Why didn't I put that together? I feel a little not a Dexter fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you just got to rewatch <laughs> that show. <laughs> um, oh, wow. But, yeah, anyway, it was great to have the Dexter alums in this episode and just back in general. Very cool stuff. A lot of similarities. a lot of killing, right, right. dark Theme. They like this stuff. stuff. Yeah.
1: So okay, we're talking about Dr. Isaac, we and I, I saw someone bring it up in a chat room, and I'm just really eager to get to it because I have questions about it. So Dr. Isaac is talking to his recorder about Annalise, mm-hmm. and then he starts giving us his own confessional, and I had to like,
0: yeah, we, I got okay, like this, really
1: confused.
0: This trigger uh guys in the in the chat definitely chime in what do you think that trigger was? Because he's he's having a moment. Like, yeah. he was really, like, breaking down he was and being talking like, whoa, like, whoa, she's a trigger for me. And the only thing I, I, that came to mind, at least, given what we've seen, is that he admitted that he was a drug user. Right, right, right. And, you know, she f- – that was, like, the first moment where, like, the power shifted mm-hmm. in in the room. And she was like, I wish you had never told me that because now I know that, like, you're weak, basically. <laughs> And so that would that was huge, and I that's what I think of when you know when he says trigger or like that he's got to be mindful, right? You know, seeing Annalise because it's a a delicate thing for him. But I, I we mean, have nothing...
1: she could remind him, she could remind him a lot of himself. But right. when he was talking about it, he was talking about Wes and. What what Wes was to Annalise, mm-hmm. and then he started talking about Annalise. So, do you remember when he was talking about suicide and he was like, I, "I, you know, I know what the grief feels like." I wonder if he lost someone due to suicide, even though that was a made up story that Annalise gave the board. Right. And he started because I felt like he started sympathizing and showing empathy when she, when when he when mm-hmm. he read that statement, and then when she started talking about trigger, I feel like there is some kind of connection, whether with Wes and Isaac. Or what if Isaac was the person hmm. that Wes called?
0: Maybe. I mean, do you think that Wes was seeing a therapist and seeing Dr. Isaac? He could.
1: No, they, they kind of look alike. They kind of got the same well, Yeah, I mean,
0: someone in the chat, uh, David Wallman, says that Dr. Isaac could be Wes's dad, which is a crazy theory. No. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that, but I feel like maybe there would be a connection if Dr. Isaac lost a child. Like, maybe that's why he went me and, into drugs. Me and
1: Rob are on the same page. The one-answer question, the night West died, who was he talking to in the taxi? It was Dr. Isaac, y'all. Quo-
0: I, I don't think Dr. Quo- Isaac Quo- as a high-paying therapist Quo- would need to me. moonlight as a cab driver.
1: It was it was Dr. – quote me. He just Ubers on the
0: side. Not a big deal. I mean, maybe – I mean, I, they could have had some overlap. I think if – there was, then he would have reacted a little bit more saying Wes's name. Because when he, like, basically brought this up to to Annalise, and it was a huge thing for her, mm-hmm. kind of, she was in such a great mood, and then he was like, well, he, let's he was, change he, that. He,
1: yeah, he just didn't care. Uh, he
0: <laughs> gave zero Fs exactly. about it. Um, but, you know, when, when he said that, and he brought it up, he read the transcript, I think if he knew Wes personally, or, like, even had met him, He would have had like a a more emotional reaction to it.
1: Client privilege.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he's trained at keeping his emotions at base, so maybe not. But I don't know. I feel like maybe you know his connection could be as simple as having lost a child. I agree. It
1: it could be, but the way that this show is set up, we can't think simplistic. True. True. Like anything that we think is just yeah. No, I go zero to sixty with like like everything. all You're the like, colors in the ring. Pick
0: up a paper clip and they're like, oh my God, he's the killer. Right.
1: <laughs> you can't trust it. I can't trust the producers of the show. Yeah. Oh, I just had a moment.
0: <laughs> Crazy.
1: I can't trust anybody. So I'm very eager to figure out what that trigger was. So coming, totally. coming out of this episode, I was a little disappointed because I don't know if you guys were on Twitter and I was just really excited about tonight because mm-hmm. I just felt like I was going to get some kind of answer. Right. And I, I don't feel like I got that. I feel like my my... Mine is still all over the place, even worse than last week.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I was. Oh man. I would. There's so many big, like season wide yeah. questions that are like percolating in my mind. Like that what? I, well, I mean, every like who who's in the elevator? Right, 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 Who's like blood is everywhere? Like, what the hell is going on? Um, But at the same time, like as the procedural elements of this show, this episode, I really liked. I mean, the the whole case with President Hargrove it Can was we great get to have her yeah bit. let's I, that's that's the segue right now um yeah i mean let's talk about that it was great to have her back we haven't seen her all seasons so it's cool to kind of get that refresher obviously Annalise has been going through like her own sort of aa stuff mm-hmm. with therapy and it was great to kind of have them have these moments plus this whole uh Michaela Tegan Annalise like Blended family, it was, um, pretty fire. it was insane, yeah! Like, so interesting to watch. I was like, What the hell is gonna happen when it started off? I was like, Dude, what is going on?
1: It was really great to watch Annalise in the room with Tegan, who's also both of them are powerhouses, and yeah. then Michaela, who I feel like is a powerhouse. Up like up and coming. She's not there yet, but she yeah, definitely she's a mini, will be. Mini but she's a Annalise Junior. <laughs> she is. So watching her operate as Annalise Junior with Annalise in the room was just hilarious to me because Annalise was looking at you, like was not right. looking at you, but looking at Michaela, like you only know this because of me, right? Like, you know what I mean? So I thought that I, I was really living for those scenes. Those scenes gave yeah, me my whole life. Totally, and
0: because she was being judged by both of them, and Michaela, like Michaela, was being judged by both Tegan and Annalise, like anything that she did in front of them. Plus, she had to, like, you know, her mind was even in another pretzel, knowing that she had to play things one way with Tegan and another way with Annalise. Right. And, like, keep this balance, like, while also trying to do this stuff for for Laurel. It's like, she's got she's, like, spinning eight different plates. But I was talking
1: to you before we started the show about how she annoyed me. Because... Michaela was all over the place. Yes, her head was spinning, and I mean
0: she she handled it like a she, boss. She
1: she handled it great, but I wish she would have stuck with her new life. Like oh, okay, like Annalise fired you or whatever. She, right. whatever she did, she got rid of you from her life. Right, and mm-hmm. you guys are starting over. But she would confront Annalise and almost come at her hardcore like right. this is what it is like stay back whatever and then she would kind of try to be sweet about it Right. and it was like okay here's the email address or you know whatever the case may be and it was like girl you either gonna be yelling at me or we gonna be cool but you gotta pick one right. you're not gonna be upset at me and then wanna be a puppy at the same time it's not totally. gonna work
0: well I mean that's that's the th- what is interesting about how they played this episode when they had they were all in the same room like the first deposition it was really like it, Annalise calls Michaela out on this in the end, but for Michaela, like watching these two masters, mm-hmm. I guess, at their craft work, it was crazy. Like they were both kind of excelling at different times. Like in the first deposition, Annalise crushed it. Like I think Michaela went into that meeting like thinking, I'm pro Tegan all the way and then like Annalise like comes out of nowhere and just like bulldozes in the meeting and like does very well for the team. Right. And so, you know, I think she kind of warmed up and it was like this constant power play between Tegan and, and Annalise. Tegan and then, was
1: getting a little frustrated because Annalise she kept was. overpowering her.
0: And, you know, rightly so, because she had, you know, the right answers, the right responses, and right. those things definitely threw the other team off, which was great, a great win for, for them. Obviously, it was kind of a power struggle initially, and because Annalise came out of the gates, like, right away, I think Tegan was kind of, like, rattled by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, cut to Annalise, like, dropping the ball a little bit by emailing the wrong person, and, you know, all hell breaks loose with... President Hargrove almost losing her job. She basically, she, you know, almost lost the case. You almost lost everything. Yeah. And so that, I think, kind of gave Michaela like more, uh, you know, gravitas with with pushing Annalise away, being like, hey, you know, like we're done. Two I'm things, over you. Two
1: things that I really loved about this whole Michaela, Annalise, Tegan thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, when Annalise says, watch me. You definitely need to watch her because she's right. gonna come out on top. Like so when she went in with uh President Hargrove and she was like, Look, I can get whatever you are gonna pay down, she got it down to five million dollars. Right. Like Annalise literally did all of that herself. But the other thing that I really loved was that Tegan, although there are two powerhouses, it wasn't like a fight kind of thing. Right. It wasn't a clash. Tegan gave Annalise props when you know when she needed it, when she deserved right. it. It wasn't like, oh, you're trash, oh it could only be one of us. She even said, I'll talk to the higher-ups right. if you want to come. So I love the camaraderie that yeah, happened Yeah, no, it, I mean, it there. definitely
0: turned. They yeah. have, a very, like, a great mutual professional right, respect right, right, for each other. Right. And, you know, I think initially it was kind of rocky because it was like, okay, who's going to lead the ship? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like a uh, tug-of-war almost. And, you know, they both kind of want to drive things the way that they want to do, but... I think through that process, they really found a rhythm. And once they did, they really started to kick ass. And they won the case. Like, they figured it out. They had, I mean, Michaela, like, kind of delegated the chain of screaming and, like, yelled at all these interns, which was a great scene. Right. um, To kind of light the fire under them, which it did. And then she was able to find, you know, a piece of, of evidence from these therapist transcripts, which... Again, she kind of took up to the next level, and Annalise and Tegan were, were, through their own experiences, were able to piece that together into, like, what actually happened.
1: Even that moment when Annalise nodded at Michaela for, like, having the right answer or for saying the right thing. Right. Those moments were what made it for me. And then, obviously, Michaela leading the interns. Like, she just got there, and she's already the boss of all the interns. Yeah. Because she won the... Hell, she camp, did. She whatever. did. Yeah,
0: yeah. The uh the hell bowl. The
1: hell bowl because she won the hell bowl but still, so to see her in that role was really awesome. But I'm concerned because we know that Michaela's on a whole nother agenda mm-hmm. when it comes to her and Laurel working together. And Tegan being who she is, I don't really know how far Michaela's gonna get with Tegan, which is why I feel like we end in this bloody mess.
0: True. And you know, I think Tegan's a little bit more ruthless than Annalise yeah. with other people. Annalise is always, I mean, even though she's, like,
1: hard, she can still, cut yeah. people
0: down, like, in a second, and definitely throws people on the bus as well. I think Annalise is, it comes from a place of working with people. She had, for the long, before we even met the K-5, she had Bonnie and Frank. It was kind of, like, bringing them up. Mm-hmm. Then she, you know, got, like, uh, Builds this own internship thing, right? Um, and and was so motherly and protected, protecting of them. You know, Tegan works at a big firm, so it's really you know she's got to kind of be a shark and kind of look out for her own self first and foremost, and not really bring people in as much. That being said, you know, like boss recognized boss. She was like, "Annalise, like, I know if you need something, I can talk right, to
1: people." But which is why Annalise hit it on the head mm-hmm. in her second confrontation with Michaela at the elevator about Michaela always looking for a mom, right? Because she
0: dropped a bomb Yo, that, on Michaela, but it was Whoa. so
1: true. Yeah, like it was like I mean, it was good. Yeah, it left us there like, did she really she just was like, say
0: uh, that? And she like couldn't speak. She was like trying to like formulate a response because it was true like,
1: because she
0: had uh, but, to think about it. Yeah.
1: And the reason she got that from got Annalise is because Annalise lost her baby and Annalise is mothering to them, which is why they're so baby. But Tegan's not like that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard. Like, T- okay, T- Tegan's more sisterly, I feel, than motherly. Right. Like, she's more like, I'm going to look out for you. I got your back. She's like a cool I'm, aunt. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to make you me, kind of, but I'm not going to, you know, baby you all the way.
0: Totally, yeah, and you know, let us not forget that she's a very smart person too. Like right. she was, you know, the only one that that won the Hell Bowl as well. And she's past the bar yeah. at
1: twenty two. Yeah,
0: she's you know a prodigy in her own right. Almost. Yeah. So you know, I think, and a lot of people in the chat are, are bringing this up, where you know she could also be seeing through Michaela. Like Michaela has so many things going on. She does a good job of it, but is she hiding it completely? Is she like covering her tracks completely? So she's trying to do so many things. The
1: people in the chat are bringing up an idea that I thought about last week, but I'm hoping it's not true about Tegan working for Laurel's dad. Okay. Because she has the Antares case. Right. And, you know, he keeps it really tight and kind of, you know, whatever. If he's going to have an attorney over his his stuff, it's not going to just be anybody. It's not going to be someone who doesn't know. Right. So if. Damn, if Tegan is, in fact, working for the dad, this is going to, obviously, it's going to blow up in their faces because we see the blood and stuff, but it's going to be so disastrous that my heart can't take it.
0: I would love that, though. That I looks, would hate that. Really? I mean, I, I'm not like, I'm rooting for it as a fan to just watch it unfold. Yeah. I don't like, story-wise, I don't.
1: I don't, the reason the reason why I won't like it is because they're not going to get nowhere. Like they're going to think that they're getting somewhere and Tegan's always going to be shutting the door. Like every door Michaela's opens, Tegan's going to be shutting it. And she probably only befriended uh, Michaela in the way that she did so that Michaela would pick her so that they would have closer grips on her. Mm -hmm. They probably only hired her because they knew that hiring Michaela would get an inside scoop on what uh, Laurel's up to or what Laurel is lying, lying about.
0: Whoa, you think it goes that deep?
1: It could. If Tegan's in on it, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if she knows everything. I mean, I feel like, and a lot of people bring this up, and I totally, I feel like now it kind of would be weird if she wasn't in on it somehow, or, like, wasn't paid by the dad involved in that way. Like, even if she doesn't know anything about, like, the gangster stuff that he does... You know, I think that she is—she's got to know something or be involved somehow being on the case. Just, like, the nature of that. If if she's, like, the go-to lawyer uh-huh. for the case, then she's at least met with him or, like— you know, knows something. She's a smart person. It's not like she just takes cases and doesn't do research.
1: Right. David, I thought that too. So, at the end of the episode, when they showed us that Oliver was the witness, I thought that it was gonna be Tegan. And Whoa. when it was Oliver's face and not Tegan's face, I wondered if it was her blood that was around the firm too. Right. Like, I wondered if somehow she's gonna die, which would suck, because damn, one season, a few episodes... Come on, give a Miravon some more. Totally,
0: I mean, for a minute, I forgot. I like was like, how the hell is Oliver even there? And then I realized that Michaela calls him up and you know asks for this, uh, you know, his hacking. But this
1: blow up happens a month and a half later. Right. So at what point does he? Did he get hired for the firm? Like, like it's so so many questions, so many things that couldn't right. happen because you know he went off into his own business now. So is he consulting for the firm? Did he actually get a job for the right. firm? Like, do they even know that Michaela and him were in it together? Who is is he the one that Michaela thought was dead?
0: Well, so again, let's rewind really quick to the uh, first or the last part of the last episode. Yeah, we see Michaela and she's like. In the worst shape we've ever seen. Right. So I wonder, because they were at her office, like, who, like, what that, like, is. We know, that Oliver's there. We know that is like, super distraught. Why would Oliver be so upset? Like, you know, thoughts of people like Connor or Asher or um, I, I, I don't know who else it could be and, like, why that type of blood would be in the office. It is a different elevator, though. The one that Bonnie was riding up to get into the office was different than the one that we saw. Right, right. That like, had the blood on it.
1: Since we're talking about Oliver, after this episode, I just want to know, would you guys be mad if Oliver died? Clearly he doesn't, but if he did, would that, like, upset you? I wouldn't be mad at that either. Right. Like, I know I said I, wasn't, I wouldn't be mad if Denver died, but I wouldn't be mad if Oliver died only because... There's a I, I like him, he's sweet, but there's a disconnect now when it comes to the family, and and Connor's dad kind of mm-hmm. brought that up.
0: Yeah, I mean that I mean, let's let's talk about this whole onion. <laughs> um, Connor and his dad, this relationship was insane. Like we heard Connor's side of it. He was like he's like, This is he's the worst dad. He calls him by his first name, yeah. Jeff. Like he doesn't even call him dad. It tells a story about how he walked out on his mom and kind of broke their family. So he's got a lot of resentment. And then when we hear the dad side of the story, that, like, Connor has basically been a catalyst for his coming out. Like, he, like, was inspired by his son being so comfortable with who he is. Mm-hmm. And, like, so outspoken so out- outspoken and and unwilling to really, like, Hide behind anything. Right. Which is so cool. I mean, it's a great trait to have. So much... To, like, this... Is that... Idolize it so much that he does the same thing the next week. Like, a week later. Probably too soon.
1: Very insensitive.
0: Um, Yeah. Definitely insensitive to both his son and his wife. But, you know, he was very kind of inspired by the whole thing. That being said, he kind of idolizes his son throughout his whole life, it seems like. Because when they have a the talk in the park... He kind of explains that he's not all on board with this relationship with Oliver because he's seen who Connor was pre-Oliver as this, like, you know, unquestioned dude who kind of goes through life his his own way and writes his own path and, and is all about himself, turn a completely new leaf and be this, like, stable, like, not really... Like, the opposite. Basically, right, he was, right, like, his like, alpha male. Like, we, and then... we
1: get all of that, but I don't, so, I mean, I don't know if you guys realize that. I really didn't realize, I knew, I saw the shift in Connor, but I didn't realize he he was that different until his dad called it out, which I was very appreciative for. I was appreciative for his dad saying, you know, like, I, w- I was feeling a little bad because, obviously, Connor loves Oliver, but truth is, you're settling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And do we ever want to settle? Like, I get it. Oliver's a safe place, right. especially with all the chaos that has happened. And, and that that's just it. But you're settling. So when his dad called that out, I didn't really realize that he was. Because, you know, Oliver's great in my mind. So yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really realize that he was settling for Oliver until I kind of started seeing, like, yeah, he is being boring. Yeah, he is giving up, and he's just, you know what I mean? Right.
0: No, and that's what I mean. I, I don't dislike Oliver, because I think he brings a lot of good things to Connor. That being said, and plus I think Oliver's just, like, cool in general. Like, he's a really smart dude, and yeah. he, like, is the voice of reason a lot of the time. Um, but I think Connor, how Connor is affected by by Oliver it pushes him too far, almost. Mm-hmm. It's, like, too much, where he, like, basically gives up. On what seemed to be his dream, I mean, I don't think you would go through all of the schooling and stuff to get to where Connor is without wanting that to be your thing
1: sometimes sometimes you just do it
0: no, I mean like okay, you get get to undergrad, right, like right. you try some stuff, but like he went through the pretty much the entire program of an like that takes so much dedication. I don't think that you would go that far and work that hard if it wasn't something you at least, like, wanted to do.
1: Day brought up Oliver being positive, and if I'm being honest, I totally forgot right. that Oliver was even positive.
0: Pretty intense, yeah.
1: And, and that Connor even had to take prep. I mean, and they have sex so much, which is great, because it's, it's teaching us culture that you can be positive and still take all the necessary steps and live a healthy sex life. Right. But I t- he basically is, like, I don't, I don't understand the purpose of him being positive yet.
0: Well, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there has been like a major, I mean, thing. But obviously, it took Connor okay. like a big growing. I do remember. Thing I do remember. I do to, remember. It was to get necessary. to that place, it was
1: necessary for his character to be positive, right? Because we all thought that it would have been Connor who would have been positive opposed to Oliver,
0: right? And well, and I think it was just in general it was a major turning point for Connor as a character. Like he was such a selfish person he in was, general yeah. before and like for him to kind of make that leap to be like okay i'm i'm going to like go on this journey with you and you know was a major turning point yeah it was he was a total slut <laughs> like let's real. tell me how you the really dude, feel well i mean he he's uh banged Oliver's ex-boyfriend. Oh, he of. did.
1: I remember off the app. He's such a douche. Like, okay, I'm starting to remember the real Connor. Yeah, bring him back. The not douche. to say
0: that that's the best Connor that there is, because I don't think that that's the case either. I think that the, there should be a healthier middle ground. Mm-hmm. Connor shouldn't be just like, let me give up on all my right, dreams right. and just drink myself away at, at strip clubs. But I also don't think he should be like the douchebag that like Grinder apps, everybody. So I feel like there's a now there's a better happy brand. medium. I be, okay. I
1: agree with you. There really is. But now that Oliver is seen at the end of this um, chaos, mm-hmm. Connor's the only one unaccounted for.
0: Right, that's what I mean. Connor could be dead and,
1: and, Asher. Right. and Asher. Connor
0: and Asher, both of which are are close enough to Oliver where he would be like super distraught. Not that just seeing and a Michaela. random person, yeah. Well, Michaela, we know, is not dead because she's at the... Th- the no, I'm,
1: thing. I'm talking about being distraught over... Oh, right,
0: right, right, yeah. The, and they're both, I think, close enough. I mean, anybody in the core group um, would, I think, throw uh, have the potential to throw people off. Right, 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 We know Laurel and Michaela are safe. We know Oliver's safe. Bonnie is safe. Um, we can assume Annalise is. But you never know. Oh, it's damn, craziness. We not um, either. And she didn't pick up the phone when, when Dr. Isaac calls. Um, so, you know, it could potentials right now, just th- floating those out there, are, I guess it could be Connor. It could be Asher. It could be Tegan. I don't know if we would have, if that would have the emotional impact. Um, you know, it could be someone huge. Who let us not forget what happened last season when they killed off Wes, who was the main character of the kids. I
1: can't Craziness. take it again. Yeah. is that your prediction? That
0: I uh, no, I don't. I I don't want to put that into the universe. <laughs> I don't. But I feel like it could be. I want to say Tegan because I don't want it to be anyone else. I don't okay. want to see anybody that we care about.
1: Nicole asks why Bonnie called Denver at the end, and it's really because Bonnie is actually Julie, and I think Julie was trying to call Doctor Isaac to get a hint on where Annalise was because she's unaccounted for. So my prediction for next week is going to be. Who? I don't know. Because I'm all over the place because of this episode. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, obviously there's going to be another case. You know what? I'm going to make it safe. My prediction is that Annalise is going to make a big, groundbreaking moment, point, in the case of her versus Commonwealth. That's going to set something on fire. Right. And you know what? She might take that job at, at Gold. She might take it, despite mm-hmm. what, um, which is why everything blows up. She takes the job, and that's how they get caught.
0: That's okay. my prediction. That's your prediction? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. It's just insane. <laughs> I'm going to make a final prediction right now. I think, you know what? I think it is Connor. I'm going to go bold. I think it's Connor. We're seeing a lot of his no, backstory right now. And that's why he was that's what. Yeah, that's what happened with Wes. We now know his dad. We know how uh, this whole, everything's like, Setting us up to to bring us close, and then it's going to all blow up. Yeah. I don't want that. I do not want that, but I feel like that could happen.
1: That's actually really sad. Oh, man. If Connor dies, that's it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know just, I'm, at,
0: I'm that, out. that. like,
1: that's literally it. But,
0: yeah, I mean, the people were getting, they are going, all, like, full Walking Dead with this and, like, killing off main characters. Uh, Damn it. Which is...
1: I guess we are going to have to wait oh, until next week. Totally. But I'm, I'm totally down to still talk about predictions if you guys, w- <laughs> if you guys want to. Um, I guess you can follow me on social media at Hey HeyItSlay. I don't want to leave because this is so good. So follow me on all social platforms at Hey underscore late. If you have some predictions that I didn't get to, please tweet them to me because I definitely want to get further into this conversation.
0: Yeah, definitely. And thanks for everybody who joined the chat. Great predictions. Let's keep the conversation going on Twitter. Follow... Um, Lena there follows uh, Sterling and April yes. at their various hashtags.
1: Sterling Cates and April Wisenhat.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that's her toy. Um And you guys can follow me at hey John Blake. We will see you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll have the full panel there to, to discuss more craziness.
1: Until next week's crazy episode. Yeah. Bye, guys. Later.